Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, Trent here, and wonderful to have you company today for episode 305. So wait, it's taking you 304 episodes to change your intro. What is this hey, hey, hey rubbish? <laughs> Come on. Welcome to Toy Power. We all looked at each other and yeah. went, what was that? Whoa, like, I mean, it what? wasn't bad, but it wasn't Trent. <laughs> I, I just had like Fat Albert come into my head. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Um, I don't know why. And so, yeah, there we go. Just improv. And clearly it doesn't work. So back to hello and welcome next week. Um, we got Scotty. Hello there. We've got Ben. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm I'm oh, amazing. I love it. Uh, that, is, that is great. Hey, um, great episode. We're going to continue some questions. All four of us back in the room. We're going to march on forward with those Patreon questions, yeah, which are fantastic. Yeah, we've got so many of them. But before we get there... Now we did it. We did it, Scotty. Scotty, the brainchild of the hit or shit, starting off twenty twenty three with the top or the the sort of the big films on our radar, right? And the we, ten films we were super interested interested in, in to watch. Yeah, when yep. we we gave them a rating, they were either hit, shit, or some grey in between, yep. a bit yep. on the fence. As as these movies come out and we watch them, we're going to just revisit that. Now, Ben. You were the advocate. You were the man that brought this to the oh, table. I've, I've you taken, had a flag. You had a flag. Yeah. You had a banner. You had yeah. like yeah. In that yeah, episode, you had two you flags, and yeah. one flag was out of bear. Right? The other one was just okay. On and yeah. he came busting through a banner, and he was like, oh, "Yeah, you, we, we've." We've Give seen me a it. C. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing girls, pom poms. You've seen the cocaine bear now. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna just cap it. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. cap it. We're gonna go back and look at the score. Sixty second review. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So what's the score that we all rated it? All right. So Trent came in as thirteen out of nineteen shit. Frank had sixteen as a hit. I also had sixteen as a hit. The main man himself. Very eagerly expecting the advocates. <laughs> the advocates. <laughs> he has put in quotations. If it's done well, nineteen out of nineteen. Uh, 18, so eighteen out of nineteen. 18. Okay, eighteen. Yeah. Just well, I think off. we need to start it off by emphasizing if, <laughs> if, if it had been done Uh-oh. well, how could so, it not be done oh, well? Oh man, like, this was this was absolute. A textbook criteria of reading a book by its cover, right? Scenario. Like, so I went in and I think you can listen back to the episode and get the feel that I thought this movie was going to be ultra violent. It was going to be more like Jaws than mm. anything else. It was going to be uh, this, you know, uh, train, you know, just going crazy in 60 seconds, gone in 60 seconds or, um, you know, whatever, just going nuts and things and no mm. one, unstoppable, unstoppable. force yeah, yeah. type Doomsday. thing. Doomsday, Doomsday yeah, style. Yeah, Doomsday style. Uh, unfortunately, it was a lot of comedy. It was a, trying to be a thriller, but too much comedy got in the way and it just couldn't take the movie seriously. It had kids in it, which, 
you know, like just takes it down a little bit yep. of a notch because mm. the, the you know the kids are they're fairly safe mm. uh, and things. The kid from uh, Sweet Tooth was in there, so it was kind of cool to see a familiar face at least. Mm. And um, was he part his... there? Was, was <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> no, he didn't have any uh, antlers this time or anything like that. He was back okay. Wins of the movie though is that you know I, I did cite that you know I want the whole dropping of the cocaine you know. Yes. Really fast mm. in the movie, so yeah. There's this guy throwing cocaine or bricks out of the plane and stuff, and as he tries to jump out of the plane himself, he, he hits his head and plummets to his death. <laughs> um, so that's that's bang. That's in the opening yeah. scene of the right. movie, right? Yeah. And of course, you know, the bear does get into the rummage through the cocaine and things. And I've got to call out, like, it was it was a very comedic movie, which yeah. I didn't, I hadn't seen the trailers properly. And, and look, mm. and this is where you know, you don't want to spoil things in trailers, yeah. but yeah. I think you need you need enough knowledge because <laughs> yeah. I saw that that bear yeah. doing dirt angels. Yeah, yeah right yeah. now yeah. that one scene yeah. was enough for me to go. I, uh, I get the I get yeah. the where they're heading yeah. comedically. And it's not for me, yeah, right? Sure. Bear doing snow angels in dirt, not for me. Yeah. But if I hadn't seen that scene, I think I would have been a bit more aligned yeah. with, man, this is a cool, that drug thing and yeah. oh, this is based on a true story and powered yeah, up be bear, yeah. that's yeah. cool. The, the, yeah, the, yeah. the, the uh, poster was like this bear going mental, mm. you know, like the whole it you had know, like spitting. Sin City vibes. Exactly, yeah. it yeah. looks yeah. so cool, but in reality, it's it's so you know, a comic like dark yeah. comedy. It was, but yeah, it wasn't yeah, even, yeah, yeah. you know, it was more silly comedy, like uh, you know, thirty three, a, a naked gun type right. comedy right. and stuff. Wow. Wow. Okay. And I, I, there was like yeah. I, I'm calling it out, and I'm spoiling it a little bit, and I apologize. But there was one thing. At the start of the movie, I'm like, okay, maybe this comedy is redeem, re, you know, redeemable. So that this, um, you know, the sweet tooth kid is going through, and they find the first brick of cocaine. Right, they're out in the sort of wilderness thing, and mm. they find, and he's all acting cool with his, you know, uh, air quotation marks girlfriend, who's like same age, so probably 13 years old or whatever. Mm. And she's like, oh my god, is that cocaine? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, it looks like cocaine. Yeah, I've. I've had cocaine before. <laughs> and, and she's like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, yeah, me and whatever. And goes on this silly story of, yeah, you know, mm. being a tough guy and imp- trying to impress her. And they've got a little pocket knife. So they dig it in and realize, shit, it is cocaine. And they, they, so they scoop it up and there's this huge mound. Like you imagine <laughs> a teaspoon, like, like a, no, a, a ladle of um, cocaine on this mm. knife, right? And they get it right up to their nose and you think, oh my God, the kids are going to snort cocaine. Mm. And instead of that, they just go, oh, like that. <laughs> <He's laughs> <eating, right? laughs> and instantly he spits it out. He's like, oh, that wasn't like the one I had before and things like that and stuff. And she's like, oh, you know, you must have had a bad batch or whatever. And they, she does it and she holds it around her nose and for a little bit longer and you're like looking at the TV like please don't eat it (laughs) (laughs) but at the same time don't snort it don't snort it and then she just um like just (laughs) puts that whole thing in her mouth so that was genuinely funny and uh and things but then it just went off the rails there was an element of violence and things you know limbs getting torn off and stuff like that um and stuff but it still didn't make up for the too much comedy heaviness and a lot of a limb would get um ripped off but you wouldn't see the limb getting rid of you'd just see the leg you know fly through the air and land so you didn't actually see the bear ripping the tear, we, we yeah. need tear, yeah, um, and not too much blood. Like it yeah. was fairly contained. Blood would be splattered on people's 
you know, clothes and things, yes. but wouldn't be, it wouldn't be Probably uh, to get seen. a, a yeah, rating, yeah. maybe. Uh, so look, and then and then sort of that third act, I don't think I even paid attention. It so was, it, it was so totally... You, didn't, you say, didn't even really watch the last nah, 20 minutes? No, nah, no. Nah. TikTok took my right. interest by then and <laughs> I, I was watching that. Um, so I, I'll, honestly, I'll give it five out of, out of 19. <laughs> it oh, was, it was genuinely extremely disappointing. And after that, I went straight on to the Discord and I said, guys... No one watched this. Like, <laughs> I've taken a hit for absolutely everyone. Do not watch it because it is pitiful. Um, right. And I've heard a few other people genuinely disappointed. Yep. Like they're yeah. similar, probably not as passionate as I was about <laughs> seeing it, but they were really like, what a yeah. what a waste of time. So unfortunately, mm, yeah, that's, um, we're not doing too well so far, well, guys. It's, a, it's a sort <laughs> of like one from eight, I think. Yeah. But, uh, now. Yeah. Before we get into the Patreon questions, yes. Frank, you've got a story. This is there's a bit of legacy to this. Yeah, so uh, a few episodes back, uh, we talked about our score. Uh, we got a package from Matt Booz, yes, uh, and we all got sort of something. Um, and I was talking about the uh, goes with some vintage Ninja Turtles 1992 Ninja knocking Bebop. I think it is basically Bebop with a sort of leg kicking action. And he has what is essentially a turtle shell that comes in a little stand, so it sits up. Uh, vertically and the theory is that the shell breaks into three parts and bebop kicks it and i had the shell and it had two uprights and a base uh and i thought oh you beauty matt's got the other post i need to complete this and then i get it and find out that the peg hole in essence is just ever so slightly different one's thicker than the other to so me you had, you had two lefts i had two lefts and, and couldn't put it together yeah. and and yeah not matt's fault it's my fault for not doing the research and all those sorts of things Anyway, tidying up the toy room and I found this little round, like an old biscuit tin. I was like, what's in there? And I've opened it up. I'm like, oh, this is some of the bits and pieces when we were going through Darren's collection. Right. These are some bits and pieces that as we were doing those massive sorting nights, just I was, we went, oh, does anyone mind if I grab this little weapon because it completes my whatever? I had seen one of those <laughs> wow. posts and I just went, oh. Is this another left or is it right? And it's the right one oh, I needed. Nice. And it's like totally random, just, you know, weeks after this whole Matt Boo's debacle. And I just went, God bless you, Darren. Yeah. Like, you know, that was just a really nice sort of button on that story. It's now complete. It sits up on the shelf like... Awesome. He's still, old mate Darren's still looking after us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From that's beyond. beautiful. So I thought that was that was nice to uh, nice to shout that one out. Um, well done. Yeah. So look, the other thing that sort of cropped up for me uh, during the week, um, uh, part of tidying up the toy room, I've, uh, and this sort of leads into some of our questions. Those that were on the Discord might have noticed me uh, posing a question, going, "How do you know when you're out of a line?" Yep. Right, and that sort of led to a bit of a discussion, followed up by, "Well, how do you start buying a new line?" Mm-hmm. If you sort of join the dots on those. Guys, I'm done with Marvel Legends. Wow, okay. Big call. It just it just kind of look, if I'm honest, well, I started Marvel Legends surely well, probably about five years ago. Well the ago. game, wasn't it? There was inspired That's right. by the game That's you were playing right. and getting the characters. Yeah, so I wanted to get the characters from that game. Uh what I've sort of learned since then is that they had a number of they had like Jean Grey with the Phoenix, but like a totally different original uniform. It's never been in the comics. It's yep. never been anywhere. So, of course, there's never going to be a figure of it, this sort of thing. 
And look, if I'm being being honest, uh, that Marvel collection was born from a little bit of jealousy, really, of looking at the DC collections of you guys going, oh, I call myself a Marvel guy and I don't have a single bloody Marvel Mm -hmm. figure Mm -hmm. from it. Um, And some of the responses I got from the Patreons about how do you know when you're out of a line, the new wave comes out and you just don't care. Um, you know, you're not excited by by any of the new reveals. You just you feel compelled to get the latest whatever because you're collecting this line, and 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 it ticked all those boxes for me. And I just went, why why am I doing this? To the point where, and uh, God bless Colin for helping me out. The he got, helped me get the Mojo uh, box set, mm-hmm. which was an exclusive. It was pricey. I had forgotten that I had asked for his assistance on that until he basically had it in hand. And said, hey, this is how much this is going to be the shipping. And I just went, oh, of course I paid him for it. You know, uh, you know, squared it all up. That was fine. But I, in my head, I just went, that's a pricey piece I could do without. Yeah, sure. You know, and, and once you're at that sort of level, you sort of sit there and go, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. And, and um, yeah, and I think the first part was the my tester for that was getting rid of the MCU stuff. I know you guys picked up a couple of that. Some of it, I shipped some off to a couple of our Patreons who were keen. I want to grab the Guardians or whatever it was. And the rest of that's all going to Toy Fair. And it felt really good yeah. to just get rid of those first few figures. I was like, if I can do that, you know, is the next step really that hard? And so, so are you talking about getting rid of the remaining Marvel figures as well? Correct. So, okay. Oh, wow. everything. Wow. wow. Yeah. Any so, any ones that will be tough to get rid of, or is it once you've kind of ripped the bandaid off? It's like I don't need the collection I, at all. Yeah. I mean that that was gonna. That's the yeah. next logical thing. I sort of sit there and go, what 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 about this collection really appeals to me? And you know. Uh, Galactus, I don't really know what I'm going to do with that because even Ali made the point. She goes, that's pretty new. It's oh, pretty, yeah. you know, and I just went, yeah, but geez, the, even the aftermarket price of that is 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 huge. I think where I'm probably going to end up is because I started going, oh, maybe I'll just I'll just keep the X-Men. Oh, but then if you've got to keep the X-Men, you've got to keep the, the Brotherhood. You have to have the Spider-Man in there and you have to yeah, have, exactly. You know, and I've got to keep the bad guys because Dr. Doom is really cool and all this. Was, and the next thing you know, you go, yeah, you're not. I, I'm not getting rid of anything. Yeah. This is, this is yep. pointless. So yep. I think the only sort of thing I will keep is probably, I want to try and narrow it a little bit and go, I'll keep anything that's Wolverine. And then yep. that way, when they do a new Wolverine figure, when whoever it is post Hugh Jackman becomes Wolverine, that I'll have a Wolverine shelf. Yep. You know, so that's probably all I will keep at this stage. Um, but everything else wow. is up for grabs. There you well, go. Cool. Essentially. <clears throat> Interesting. So, yeah. That's so, good. So then the next question is, Ali goes, well, what are you doing with all that shelf space? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like... More than meets the eye, maybe. <laughs> well, I have. St- I have. Uh, speaking of our good friend Colin, he's been helping me out with a bit of uh, G one stuff. Now I've obviously got shelf space to do that. Um, that I'm sort of going to slowly, slowly. I haven't, you know. There's a G one itself is a huge line, and I keep. This is the other problem I face. I keep seeming to pick big lines. Oh, I only collect Transformers, Masters, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, because they're all really small, convenient lines to collect, <laughs> aren't they? Um, so, yeah, so it's nice to sort of like target that a little bit. Um, but as far as the question I posed about how do you get into a new line, I sort of buried the lead a little bit by saying uh, vintage. I'm not really looking at a vintage line, but I now want to collect 
the bluey toys. Oh, nice. nice. And, and you know, I've yep. sort of missed that first That's couple of waves. Yeah. That's yeah. a big line. Exactly. Warning. <laughs> it is a big line. Yeah. And, you know, it's sort of missed. Uh, I've just been listening to, like, the Hammer Barn Project, the other show I'm on, has actually gone really well, really enjoying that. Um, we're on the verge of teeing up another interview. They've got their, their new, a couple of new episodes coming out later. There's a new album that drops in a few weeks. Um, and it just occurred to me just how much I love that. Now, the one caveat I had have is that Jack has never shown any interest in all this stuff. And yet if he's, he, he knows what a bluey is, he's going to recognize that on the shelf. That's probably going to be the one he's going to. Reach, you know reach what? For and you, grab. You, 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 there's some packs out there that are four packs or whatever. Mm. You're gonna have uh, 25 versions 20, 25 of bluey. blueies. Yeah. You're gonna have 25 of the dad. Yep. You're gonna have quite a few Bingo, um, yeah. bingos mm. and things, and then you'll get a couple of uh, extras. You know, the uh, more popular yep. uh, friends and things. Yeah. So you will get quite a few in order Spares, to get. Like, so here you go. Yeah. You can have those because you can yeah, buy some of the play point. sets that have the just about you know half the family or yeah, the, it's the main cast. Yeah. It's a not. You know, yeah. This just probably tells you a lot about me as a person. I love that line. Like I look at it and <laughs> it I just go, great, yeah, doesn't it? "This is something I could collect." And, yep. and I, I've got all these space issues and <laughs> massive problems, but so I, I didn't. But it's a brilliant line that yeah. they've yeah. captured, and the vehicles and the playsets yep. and everything. So it is. It it, it looks. I think it'll yep. look nice on display. It's not just a kid's toy. Yeah, you know, it, aesthetically, it, it looks look really good, beautiful, and, and it, it's, it's a property it's you love. Nice to be on the forefront of something that is. Very easy to pick up on retail in yeah. Australia. I, I think the chances of exclusives going because my right. understanding is it's it's a Melbourne based yep. uh, toy company that has a license. Moose is it? I'm uh, not sure on the name actually. Right. You might be right. Um, but yeah, it's nice to be able to go. I don't think there's going to be US exclusives that are going to be really hard to get. It's all going to be locally, and you know, obviously, I've missed the first couple of waves or whatever. So there is going to be some Dude, online component. I think it's yeah. compared to what we collect. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. It, it's going to be a nice, yeah. casual, fun collection, which is you know, we we talked previously and with Chris Fresh about the stress of pre-ordering and, and you know, FOMO and all those sorts of things. This is not that. Bluey is about fun. This collection is going to be about fun. Um, I'm looking forward to nice. it. Good one. And they're cool play sets and stuff Big as well. Cool play yeah. sets. Yeah, they did the yeah. house and then they went, oh, that's yeah. not enough. Here's the version yeah. two, which is bigger again. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Nah, I love it. Sweet. Fantastic. All right, we'll head into our Patreon questions. First one comes from Vertigo79. I have a few questions, topics that play on my mind in the current economic climate. Would be curious to know what others do. Budgets allocated to the hobby, do you have one? And do you stick to it? Or does it go out the door in the fear of missing out? How do you justify starting a collection of a new line or series you already collected, e.g. modern versions of vintage toys? Do, and that's you, that. do you have a budget trend? Well, do you stick to it? Yeah, Actually, right now, yes. Mm -hmm. I do. I'm very, very strict, actually. And okay. look, my, my, my concept is it's a, it's, it's a zero... From this point on, it's a zero-sum gain, right? Like my mm. collecting... I'm not spending another cent of my money, basically. It's okay. my budget. That's how I work. So I'm, I've am i been selling a bit of stuff. So yes. this, the money then goes into an account, which I can draw on if I that's need your, to buy something. That's your toy so money, yeah. It is actually, it's very different. Like it's very, I've had no, like in the past, I've just spent whatever I want, right? Like pre-order comes out, no second thought, bang, Do it. it's down. Mm. This has been, you know, we talked about T-stops. We've talked about all that sort of stuff. This is for me works really well because it it's a space 
you know, yeah. driving issue. Hmm. So, um, yeah. So basically pool of funds from sales and I use that. And it's not, once you can kind of get that up to a certain buffer zone, hmm. then it kind of takes care of itself to some degree. And it's sort of limiting as well. So when a new pre-order drops, I'm very, very careful because if I don't have the funds Ready and I know go. something's going to hit yeah. the shelves, so if I go... I want Wave 13, I want that Snake Horde Trooper and I want Slammer mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. to be able to have enough money if I see them in the store Just or I them. get them online yeah. to be able to get them. Do I drop 200 bucks on a prune face pre-order that I might not see for another 18 months? Mm. Love the prune face, but that's a decision for another time. Yeah. Yep. So it's sort of, it's it's made this pre-order fanaticism kind of disappear and you hear stories like, I'll, I'll be chatting to Nick Greenslade who will be... I'm in on Thundercats and I'm mm. late. Yep. I'd be like, oh, I've been pre-ordering Thundercats from Super 7, you know, years mm. before they even come out. Mm. And he's like, I just picked up a Chitara for 50 bucks, free shipping <laughs> on eBay. And it's like, oh, what? man. Like, and the amount of stories yeah. and, and you yeah. go, yes, there's one figure that might be harder to get or whatever, mm. right? Like, yeah, I've got a, was re, re, I paid $100 for him. Nick might have to pay 110 mm. But he's getting figures for like 60 bucks, 70 mm. bucks, go on sale, what really like i'm paying full price pre-order years out mm. yep to lock for, it in for, no for the game. fear of yeah. missing out yep. the fear it's of this not getting disease, it, it right yeah mm. and so this has been liberating to just go you know what if i don't get it it's not the end of the world yeah. right and if i really really want it at that time pay the extra 50 bucks get it you know like mm. you're probably better off yeah. all things considered yeah so yeah that's me mm. scotty um, yeah, oh, look, <clears throat> I've very much gone full circle and have an approach similar to Trent at the moment where I'll sell, have a war chest, and then when something pops up, like it did last Saturday, <laughs> I can just go and splurge a whole stack of nice. cash on it. Yeah. Um, and look, for me, that is very much for key purchases, for big mm. purchases. Um, if it's things like Masters of the Universe, Origins, it's 20 bucks, 30 bucks. I, I got no sweat sort of buying that as it needs to be. Um, I don't have a budget to be honest with you guys. Mm-hmm. I guess I got a little bit of luxury in that, in that regards. Um, but I do have a common sense approach yeah. Yeah. Where, where I was sort of two years ago, keeping up with you guys, keeping up with the Joneses, shitty podcast, by the way. Um, <laughs> I've, I've come to a realization. I've gone full circle that, I'm not here to impress you guys. I'm not here to keep up with you mm. guys. So collect your way, collect my way. Workout works for me, um, and th- that's where sort of the extra cash has started to come from. That stuff that I purchased on impulse, I push out the door, clears a bit of shelf space, and I can buy those items that are really important to me. Yeah, mm. fantastic. Yeah, uh, I don't have a you know written down budget either. I sort of yes, yeah, bit cut copy paste what Scott said type thing, but I do put away money every single week and it's only mm. like 20, 30 bucks uh, for Toy Fair. A cash, yeah, I put away yeah, cash toy is a good one. Uh, for, to- for the upcoming Toy Fairs because we've got the one coming up in um, April, mm. then we've got the Mega Toy Fair and then we've got, and and uh, we're selling there. So there's a little bit of a, going to be a cash for me to, um, you know, then 
buy some things as mm. well. But I'm also saving up for a Queensland trip, you know. So yeah. hopefully I'll, you know, take some extra money in and put that aside for the for the holiday and things. And uh, yeah, so that's my sort of justification. And look, you know. If I do sell some things, I'll put some money away as well for myself to, you know, buy that next laser beast that, mm. you know, is on, on the target. But at the moment, there's no big purchases, you know, between now and Toy Fair. You know, I got them a couple of laser beasts in a little while, like a few weeks ago, and I was like, that's it. Yep. No more, Done. I'm not, you know, no mm. more big purchases because Toy Fair is just around the corner and I want that extra little bit of cash. And, you know, on the flip side, if I don't find anything that really uh, tickles me at Toy Fair, I'll ha- you know, then I'll have some even more money to yeah. potentially look online and things. Um, but you know, I, I'm I'm a bit like you. You know, if I see twenty bucks, thirty bucks, I don't mind. That's you know, mm. a couple of beers or whatever. That's you know, a, mm-hmm. a takeaway meal or something. Mm. You know, um, that's what I look at it anyway. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, sort of largely the same as you, Ben. I have a, a set amount that goes into my separate little war chest per week, and the longer I can hold out and go, oh, I don't really need that. I can resist that temptation. And then when you do look at the at the the bottom line, and you go, Hi, oh, that's a good number. I can go Galactus, bang, here it is. You know, all that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, uh, particularly at the moment, the, the numbers are looking quite good. And if I sell all these Marvel Legends, it's going to be really good. So, um, yeah, and and then. Nana means once I get start buying bluey stuff, I can go hard early and you know get a big collection that way. So I think budgeting is important, uh, you know, particularly so you don't create stress in the household. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I think it's a good way to do it. It's interesting because everyone has something they're passionate about, you know, shoes or clothes or Jordans mm. or whatever, you know. And I think for a lot of us, I know Darren very much. For Darren, it was always toys the the dvds and the books and the tie-ins for everything mm. you know darren didn't have extravagant clothes he wasn't wearing the latest you know yeah. fashion trends yeah, yeah. and i'm very much the same like i'm not going out there spending you know hundreds of dollars on a mm. shirt um i put that like I'll, I'll save there or traditionally you know i just need a ten dollar shirt from kmart yep and then and that'll I can, do me for the next 15 years that'll be fine <laughs> and then i can you know spend yeah. a bit extra on the toys so yeah look i think budgeting or or having a a sustainable kind of outlook and if it means saving in other areas so we can spend on toys yeah then then you do but you've got yeah always good always good to be financially responsible we're all adults now aren't we sort of we all sadly you know no we're not (laughs) (laughs) i just said i was buying buying bluey toys does that make me an adult we are not adults in any way shape or form in the legal sense we're adults that's about it all right our next question here comes from jobra i really like this one think the mount rushmore of toys so big uh, you know monuments in america that's got the faces of the presidents on there and the, into the mountain whose face goes on for each of the following decades so he's done we want a face that represents the 80s of toys the 90s the 2000s and then modern i think this is a really great question um if nobody wants to start i'll go because i've sort of been thinking about this one um 80s, I think there's a bit of conjecture around He-Man and what the iconic He-Man face looks like. You know, we've talked about that as far as you know, how the Masterverse didn't quite nail it and this and that. So I think, do you know what's an easy get for the 80s? Optimus Prime. You put a G1 yeah. Optimus Prime head on there and I think that symbolizes the 80s, encapsulates the 80s in a really great way. Um, 
90s, and this is a bit of a, uh, yeah, Turtles is technically 80s, but if you say to oh, yeah. 8 out of 10 people would go, is Turtles 80s or 90s? And they go, it was 90s, wasn't it? Well, it spanned both. It and, did, but yeah. I think it, but was, it was like 88. As far as toys, it was, oh, you certainly yeah. in Australia, you know, 1990 was when the movie hit, of course, and, and everything yeah. just spun out there. I, I think most people view it as a 90s I think property. So, yeah. Um, so you'd have a, a Turtles head up there, 2000s. I think you've got to go Pokemon, to be honest. Have either Good Ash call. or Pikachu up there. Like, that was that was really big. I, th- I think you need to go Pikachu. Ash would just look like a regular face on there, unless he yeah, had his got iconic the, got hat. the hat on and stuff. But yeah. it, it, remember, it's black and white. It's it's rock colour. True. Yeah, Pikachu with, with, yep. with the ears and stuff. Yeah. Um, modern, I, I think you've got to go Mythic Legions. In terms of like what for toys, the problem I face is I, mm. I can't think of an iconic thing where, you, I mean, John Caulfield might be the best one to talk of this, but you look at it and go, that's such and such from from Mythic Legions. Like you talk modern. I mean, the other one you could sort of go with is you go put a uh, MCU uh, Iron Man Helmets. You think the Iron Man helmet yep. sort of done yep. in stone. That's yep. that speaks to that whole Renee. I mean, two thousand and if we're going based on this per decade, two thousand ten, which is basically Iron Man one, and what that sort of you know led into. Certainly in terms of how many bloody Iron Man toys are there from you know two thousand ten onwards. So very good call. Mm. I love them. Um, I, I probably would go for eighties. Masters and I get the Optimus. Skeletor or He-Man? Well, that is the trick. Mm. And and I I would... Mount Rushmore of toys feels like a He-Man sort of face. But I reckon reckon more iconic potentially, like if we're talking toy faces, the Skeletor. I think that look is just super iconic. The 90s, I think you're right, Frank. I I was thinking more like a Power Rangers Mm. one. Yep. Because that, I feel, embodies the 90s holistically more. But I think you could very much get away with a turtle. And I think you could do a... I think you pick Leonardo as a as the face of, mm-hmm. of that one. 2000s. I like your Pokemon. Um, I, I kind of pictured something McFarlane-y. Mm-hmm. Like, and, I, and I know it's not super iconic. That's quite why I quite like the Pikachu. Because that's more mainstream. But... For me, the not the, the sort of the late nineties, early two thousands is is that move into amazing sculpting, and I think mm. McFarlane so, did it the best so in terms the of hamburger head spawn. Is that yeah, what something <laughs> so, something like that? But it's not, it doesn't feel super iconic. But yeah, yeah. That was my thought process. Yeah, now, sure. modern modern is a really interesting one because I kind of go to well, what defines the toys on the shelves? Because Mythic Legions, yeah, like. For us as collectors, mm. I think, and unique IPs, mm. that's the groundbreaking product. But to me, it doesn't kind of encapsulate the 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 whole of society. So I kind of go to go, well, Star Wars and Hasbro, we had Marvel Legends, these sort of things. So I go to Star Wars and I go, what was the iconic Star Wars toy of the modern era? And I go Grogu. I think like oh, as, okay. as a, like, as a yep. just a marketing yep. mecca the Grogu face and like as a subset of that kind of the Mandalorian the Mando, helmet. Yeah. helmet. But yeah. I reckon Grogu pips you on the toys because he's got Funko Pops. He's got He's everything. got all the merch, all the pyjamas. My, my kids have Grogu um, 
yeah, sorry, I hit the hit the yeah, mic and it was just right. vibrating. My, my, my kids have like a, a Grogu dressing gown, so we've got you know. I, I, had, yeah, I was actually I was there puttying. I was up on the roof. I was doing some repairs, and my phone rang, and I sort of had to crawl in. You know, oh, who's calling me? Crawl in the the house and pick up my phone, and it was my neighbour, and and she was at a birthday party, and she's like, "Look, we're, I'm I'm just down here at the park. I'm at a birthday party. They've gone to do the cake, and the the kid wanted a, a Grogu." And they stuffed it up. The, the the parents have forgotten the Grogu. Yeah. Do you happen to have a, a Do you happen to have a Grogu? You can you know I can come down, I can come pick it up and we can put on the cake. I'm like, sure, I've got Grogu's. Let me just go. Give me a second. I'll get you some photos of some Grogu's. So I took and I got like a. It wasn't an expensive. It was like a, you know uh, seven eight inches tall Grogu mm. articulated. It's quite a nice one. It's like thirty bucks Hasbro. Mm. And I took a photo and sent it to her, and she's like, "Oh, look." That's too nice to put on a cake. We've actually just found one in one of the parents' cars. They had a like they had a just cake top one, the so it's, all, yeah, it's yeah. all good. We've got it. But you know, like so that was that was the and, and of course I had a Grogu, you know, and, yeah. and kids wanted Grogu. So yeah, good call. Go. Good wow, call. that's yeah, hard to top. Mm. Scotty, you go first though. <laughs> What's great about these questions is how we as individuals interpret, interpret them. them. Yeah. And yeah. I took this as a personal challenge. Yeah. What would be my personal toys to go on there rather than what was the hit toy of that particular sure. uh, And that's time fair. Period. That, that's not a wrong interpretation mm-hmm. by any 100%. means. There's nothing yeah. wrong. Um, so for the 80s, in my head, it's Skeletor, Master of the Universe. Mm-hmm. But I also really, really want to have Kenna Darth Vader yeah. Up there as well, and that's yeah. the era I felt we were missing off this. That seventies, and I reckon yep. Yep. that would have been the one. So he would have come out with the Return of the Jedi toys oh, yes, from eighty three, and and uh, Empire Strikes Back for nineteen eighty. So he definitely fits in there. Nineties um, wise, this is really tough for me because it was all about um, you know puberty. So toys, not toys, simply for you. did not yep. matter. No, I was playing of other things. <laughs> For the 2000s? Trendmasters Godzilla? Yes. Yeah. Trendmasters Godzillas. <laughs> yeah. A nice firm pair of Trendmasters Godzillas. <laughs> Tail whipping action. <laughs> um, for the 2000s, I was bitten by the Toy Biz uh, Marvel Legends. Mm. Those first few waves where yeah. we had those amazing yep. Build-A-Figure uh, collections, uh, you know, your Galactus, your Sentinel, your Ant Man, that Captain America figure that came with Wave One. Mm-hmm. Now, he didn't actually have the Builder figure included. He had the diorama. That's right. With yep. the with the flag. Yep. In my head, that's the toy from the nineties that really stands out. Yeah, cool. For me, I like that. Uh, modern wise. This is tough, and I don't have an immediate answer that comes to mind. Um, I mean, I could throw a whole heap of different properties at the wall to see what sticks, but um, Lego. Yeah. Lego's resurgence resurgence with their licensed properties is amazing. Yeah, the stone sculptors just gone, oh, thank you, Scotty, because that's that's really easy to do. I just do a round head, like, you know, (laughs) perfect cylinder. Mm. Good calls. I'm going to cut, copy, paste 80s. It's got to be Skeletor. Like, Mm. I just freaking have adored that character for, you know, since, yeah, I was a kid. 90s, I'm going to go Lord Zed from Power Rangers. Because he he just, that that mask is just amazing. Yep. 2000s, the specifically the 2003 Shredder 
right? Just so fearsome. Oh, yeah. Know, like, uh, red that, eyes. Yeah, the, just the, yeah, that red the, eyes. The, the whole mask was yep. a phenomenal. Very comic book accurate. I, I really saw the trajectory for really trying to go back to their roots yep. and, you know. Which is what they did, um, yeah. Capture that in plastic form. Uh, absolutely love that. Modern is the hardest one. Like, and, and I just can't help but feel, you know, something McFarlane-esque, you know, that's pumping mm. out. And, and I kind of think, you know, um, Dark Knight Returns Batman or something because we haven't had, you know, up until maybe less than 10 years ago, we, there was no Batman, uh, Dark Knight Returns um, Batman toys. And mm. now all of a sudden you've got no less than 20 different versions yep. to choose from. You know, everything from Mezco to McFarlane to, um, you know, one. what's it, uh, the the other ones? The, yeah, there's so many. Mm. So I just think something McFarlane's doing, you know, is... The hyper um, details. Hyper detail, yep. you know, on the horse or something, you know, yeah. that, mm. that, that gotcha. awesome, get it in blue or black. And, yeah, I, I uh, think uh, McFarlane's really... You know, it symbolizes the modern. Yeah, he's doing yep. a really good work. So, mm. um, congratulations where, you know, respect is due. So, mm. all Very right. Good. So, Have asks, which toy in another presenter's collection are you jealous of and why? Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll go around the room. So, uh, Frank, um, I'm, I think you've still got a few more shredders. I'm still hunting oh, really? for it. Yeah, there's a couple. <laughs> I got I got the uh, Ace Air, Air Ace or something oh, shredder. Air, Air Ninja. Air Ninja. Yep. So that's yep, pretty, yeah, tick that yep. box. Um, but I'm sure there's another shredder in the, your collection. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that I need and uh, I'll forever um, be hunting down. Uh, Trent uh, Quetzalcoatlus, uh, the oh, Dino yes. Riders, yeah. the, the yellow, uh, the yellow one. one, are just so unaffordable. I just can't justify. Like they're like over a thousand dollars now, mm. um, and I can't live with one that's half complete yep. because I'll yep. be chasing those damn parts. You know, they'll be the bane of my existence. Um, Scotty, your Godzillas, man, like they are inspirational. Some of those big, even the you know early. Uh, um, like eighties ones, the oh, um, the Imperial, Imperial Godzilla. You know, yeah. sometimes they're more appealing than some of the McFarlane and modern yep. stuff because uh, there's just some, you know, some charm about them. And you've got a really, really big one that uh, I'm. Yeah, mine, mine aren't nearly that big. So it's wicked. Yeah. So uh, and and I, I I just love that we can you know go and record in each other's toy rooms and things and mm. see them and admire them and you know have a few drinks around them and talk to them and things and that we each collect different things that you know keeps it all interesting so mm. yeah yeah um i didn't do sort of one for each person i was i was sort of picked one thing to sort of you know go across all of us but um is it you have the fright zone yep. like yes I'm pretty sure you would have your fright zone. I just Mine's never in a seen box. it. Yep. Yeah, and I, have, I have a loose one without <laughs> yeah. the puppet. That's that's the one, and because that's right, because you you got a replacement yep. puppet that was like sort of hard plastic, not yep. soft plastic. Because yep. my my soft my original that's right, just disintegrated, disintegrated over a yeah. decade. I watched it disintegrate yep. and yeah. uh, to the point where more and more cracks and I, I had to let it go because yep. it was just going to turn gone. to dust. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I just, I, uh, apart from the, 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 it's one I've never had. I still don't have it. And I just have strong memories of like uh, a lot of the print media that yes. actually yeah. had featured that and the, the way the, the vines on the tree would grab He-Man and, and the trap door and all this sorts of stuff. And the big, ah, oh, I love it. I think it's a, a, a gorgeous piece of, I think from Darren's collection, we managed, 
to find uh, one of the, the the tree that's even still pretty good conditions. Maybe yep. one or two little branches, ends of yep. branches have snapped off. It's got all the three birds on there. Um, but that's the only part I've got. I'd love <laughs> to get a playset to go with it one day. Yeah. So. I replaced that tree three times. Oh, it's man, a it's super of, brutal. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. had heaps of those trees. None of yeah. none are complete. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, look, I, I love each and every collection. And it is wonderful. Like, you know, you don't need to collect everything because you can go over and admire it in someone else's collection. Mm. So I think that's a really great part of having this community. Um, for Frank... Frank's got uh, a lot of the missing pieces I have in Turtles. So Frank's collection is a bit like a Turtles checklist for mine. Oh, like, for sure. Particularly when you get into that sort of 93 plus mm. undercover, you've got one of the one undercover. undercover. Yeah. 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 And so like I see that ilk of stuff, which I go is just unaffordable now. So mm. I, I love that. But also what I love out of your Turtles collection, which I missed, is the fast forward stuff. You've yeah. got a good representation yep. of that. And I, I, I just, it was just couldn't get it at the time, yeah. and I kept looking and looking, and it was always, it was always pricey. Like it was always seemed more than what I was willing to pay to get it. So I love looking at your fast forward, and certainly in your Transformers G One, the same to Ben. There's a really good representation of stuff that I love. I love looking at the G One stuff because I don't have a, a big G One collection. For Scotty, it's that Fantastic Four collection that he has. When you come into the room, the, those colours, mm. you just go, what? these are amazing. They're just amazing toys. Yep. It, it just signifies what a toy should be like. It, it doesn't have to be the perfect representation exactly of a character, you know, to hyper detail, but it embodies the character and it looks like a fun, cool, engaging toy. Mm. And I think that Fantastic Four collection is beautiful and a lot of the carded stuff I like as well. So, and, and for Ben, Specifically, one thing that's so cool about Ben's collection, and it's not a it's not a toy per se, mm. it's a display piece. Oh, it's these two giant green mountains that were used for the for yep. those dinosaurs, yep. those yep. mail away or whatever yep. they were, yeah, plastic dinosaurs, and they're just beautiful terrain, and it and it's such a stunning backdrop for the Masters collection. Mm -hmm. Like anyone that goes in there and has a Masters collection and sees the way it's displayed it just blows your mind because it's so beautiful yeah. and those colours work Very so cool. well. So that's that's fantastic. Um, but Ben, again, being a bit more, um, you know, disciplined with completing things, mm. I see sort of the checklist. So for my my Kenner alien line, you know, you've oh, got yeah. the, the Vasquez and oh. these, these characters <laughs> that I'm just, oh, I need that one. Mm. And, and Battle Beast, you've got, you know, like the missing links of all the bits that I don't yeah. have and stuff. So yeah. I sort of, I go and I go, Oh, you know, that's cool. Cause you've got, you've got that one there. So it's, it's, it's wonderful. Cause it's exciting to see the stuff that you don't have. Cause yep. you don't, you can't, you can never have everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, the next best thing to not having it is having it in one of your good mates because yeah. yeah. you can go yeah, and check see it, it every out. Other day. Yeah. Still yeah, being nice. able to see it in yeah. person is yeah. a, a pretty awesome feeling. That's yep. it. Uh, for me, as Frank alluded to a little earlier with his uh, departure from the, the Marvel Legends, <laughs> um, there's been a couple of pieces in that collection that I have struggled to find to buy for a reasonable price. So oh, now's your chance. I am... might be an opportunity coming <laughs> oh, yeah. soon. Yeah. Yeah. Dibs, uh, first, uh, first choice, please. Uh, there's a particular character I want to heat you up after the recording oh, as well. So. Let the, let yep. the bidding war yep. begin. Yep. Thank you, sir. Um, guys, what 
uh, what I'm jealous of in in terms of a, a, a collection item. Uh, and, and and each of you have wonderful stuff, but for me, it's actually Darren's uh, superpowers. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. they're actually still in um, they are, that, in they? the lounge room. Yes, yep. Yep. Uh, he had them display. In funnily enough, so like in the lounge, in the main lounge rooms of the TV is, and it's where Mary and Jeff spend most of their time. There's like, um, I guess, one of those sort of glass cabinets, but it's stuck onto the wall, so it's sort of wall mounted. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's for like you know crockery and spoons and yeah. things. So, and they they clearly. That was the intent of how they used it. So they've got various knickknacks and there household a few items. Books in there as well. Yeah, a few yeah. Book, yeah. books and things. Yeah. So it's deep enough to could fit a, a book in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 Darren's obviously at some point gone in and and kind of in front of everything. <laughs> put an entire <laughs> yeah, color. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. color. Yeah. So I think in there, I, I haven't committed it to memory, but from from my memory, there's an entire superpowers collection. It looks pretty complete. In there. Yeah. Like yeah. it's got it's got yeah. everything. He had everything, right? So it's like And he's got a few extra Paris demons. Probably in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. he would have army built them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 look what what obviously when we went in we were trying to get the bulk of the toys out to to make space and and all of that. But we really didn't want to touch too much yeah. of that stuff in that lounge. So there's some yep. some ama- and it, it, when you do go in there, it's still an amazing tribute because they've mm-hmm. they've yep. left a they, lot they of wanted, that. Yeah. They yeah. wanted yeah. to leave yep. some of the things out. Well, that's uh, well. There was a point where yeah. Mary and Jeff sort of wanted it all gone. Yeah. And I know Frank was very you know like just have a think about it and 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 didn't, don't need to make the decision now. We can mm. take it if you don't don't need it or you can leave it. Um and and. They made the decision to kind of keep a lot of that there. We we mm. tidied up a bit above the TV yeah, and just yeah. refined that a little bit. Yep. Um, but yeah, a lot of that is still there. So that mm. that is still something. Yep. Um, that's sitting in that in that collection. Yeah. Seeing nice. it every time we were we were over there, I, mm. it just catches your eye. You look at it. It's it's so wonderfully presented, and it's it's going to be for me the next sort of vintage line to yeah. sort of start oh, hunting yeah. down. Wow. Yep. Yeah, very awesome. good. Yeah. All right. If you could, this one we were having a bit of a debate before uh, <laughs> recording about how to answer this. So, if you could weird science style bring any female figure to life to take on a date, who y'all choosing? <laughs> Was that Davy Jessica Rabbit? Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> so this is from uh, this is from Wilderness Nerd. Um, I, I've sort of gone backwards and forwards in this. Um. I'm gonna take RC. Oh, that was oh, mine. Guess what? She's driving home. <laughs> <laughs> Instant driver home. That's great. I can have a few drinks. Good time. I like Good it. Call. I like it. Desi, you, you Desi gonna say, oh, RC's been my girl <laughs> for yeah, <laughs> there you forever. Go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind turning April into a into a date, and um, you know. Just trying to persuade her away from the Mikey <laughs> stuff, you know, just like, hey, maybe stick with the humans. Um, but I, and I think April would have some some interesting stories, and being a reporter could have a few good good chats about things. So yeah, mm, works in the entertainment industry as yeah, well. Yeah, same yeah, as you. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I have a horrible, devious, and dirty mind, so I refuse to answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> so I do not incriminate myself. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> All right. All right. TLO says you are entering a pub-style pop culture toy quiz. Each of you are a captain of a team. Which three patrons? He's always stirring, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. He, he's, he loves he's trying gonna, to divide he's us. Gonna divide <laughs> Which three patrons? They're going to pick between the patrons. <laughs> Which three patrons are you choosing to make up the rest of your team? Oh, Each wow. patron can can be no, used, be used once. Come on. Used once. Look at everyone uh, scramble to Discord to find Colin Betts. <laughs> Come on, we all want the guy is an encyclopedia. He's yeah. just yep. All right, so that's your answer. Yep. Now someone else answer. Yeah, go round, Robin. Who's next? I'm taking Dirty Uncle Mitch. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Good, cool. Yeah, I guess it depends on obviously the topics. There's a lot of, you know, knowledge and experience. I, I think Emily Lind has a pretty oh, good, good, yeah. you know, yep. good knowledge, yep. good holistic. spread, yep. holistic. Yeah, yeah, she's got the film, really good understanding of the film as well and yep. a broad understanding of the sort of the pop culture space. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to take Davy Damaged because oh, yes. I think film. he's going to be a competitor against Emily Lynn for yeah. knowledge of film yeah. and things. Yeah. Oh, and film, he yeah. is genuinely a smart guy. So he knows a lot of things that uh, he's too young to know about. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. And I mean year, that in yeah. respect. Yeah. Yep. Right, Frank. Uh, okay, round two. Um, whoa. We need to almost pull up our Patreon. I'm, I'm I taking. Like, I like Hold BC on. Talk. Yeah, he speaks very well. I've seen a lot of his, uh, you know, he's got his own uh, podcast or YouTube, I think, that he's, got, he's doing with his mates. And yeah, he's... He's also the guy, you know. Where's this accessory from? He goes. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's mm, this. Yeah. Like, you he's know, pretty he'd be, quick on he'd the uh, pretty handy in, a, in an yep. ID situation. Yeah, it does tend to that point. Yeah, oh, good call. in yep. a toy store. Yes. Yeah, very, very. You know, you just have to have a level of knowledge, and yep. any swamp thing, we're gonna blow you away. <laughs> yeah. Yep. This uh, round is about Swamp Thing. Yeah. Just give him the points. <laughs> Just take it, take it. Guys, I'm going to choose Matty Teal himself, the oh, main man. Oh, okay. Yeah, he enjoys yeah, yeah. a beer and a bit of fun, so welcome on board, Mr. Teal. Yeah, yeah. he'll do you a mean PowerPoint presentation, that's for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to go for John Caulfield. I yeah, think he'd uh, know a bit call. of the uh, European side of uh, the questioning and you know mm-hmm. some of the history and whatnot. Yep. Well, I've got two really smart people on my team, so I might as well put Chris Fresh on my team to to bring the chaos, to bring the fun. And if we lose, he's just going to start flipping tables and and then it's all on from there. Okay. Got to go Nick Greenslade. He (laughs) definitely bring the comic knowledge without a doubt, movie knowledge and Lego knowledge. It's uh, pretty strong. It's a good package. All right, my next hookup is the the hitman, Brett Owen. Oh, yes. Ah, yes. yes. Welcome on board, Brett buddy. Oh, yes. <laughs> Comic knowledge. Yeah. I'm going to bring the uh, the other Trent, uh, Captain Wow, oh, yes. on. He uh, knows his biology and things like that, I think. Yes. He's a bit smart. Mm-hmm. So he he'll collect, be good. Not only does he collect toys, he collects vintage medical equipment. Oh, okay. wow. There you so, go. So he's a, he's a booyah for that a, question. <laughs> what do they call the doctors that deal with the male male genitalia? I don't They've know. They've got a special name, don't they? Oh, I thought uh, that was a joke. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's what he does. <laughs> he's got to get punched. He's a, he's a, he's a, well, I don't know what it is. 
Not like Dick Doctor, basically. <laughs> Dick Doctor it is. <laughs> there's there's got to be like a Captain Latin. Well, <laughs> change your name is on this, Discord. <laughs> is this the sort of person you'd go to for an adult circumcision? You would, yes. Yeah, so so Davey right. knows the answer to this? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so Are you that... worried about the weird science question? <laughs> 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 uh, is, that, is that everyone? Yeah, I yeah, think that's, okay. that's three years. And that's, and that's taking nothing away from, like, if you had, you know, Jay Harps on the wrestling, yeah, yeah, you could, yeah. Yeah, we could name... Transformers, Morgatron eighty four. We saw eighty three. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Morgatron eighty four seems to know a lot yeah, as well. Transformers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, well done, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Who's uh, got this one? All right. So this question comes from Colin Betts. Um, have you ever been able to expand the real estate you have available for toys? So when toys come off the shelf, what determines whether they go for storage versus sales? Oh, well, Oof. look, for me, when I'm trying to cut back, it's it's all about the, the duplicates first. Mm-hmm. So if I've got three of something. So when, when, <laughs> when classics, yeah, when classics first came out, 2008, like it was just cheap. It was the same price to ship six figures that it was to kind of ship one figure. Mm. So Darren and I went in on a lot together and we would just get, I would get three of each. So I ended up by the end of classics, I had three of everything, right? <laughs> At least pretty much. And some, like sometimes I, I, there was a point and I'd totally forgotten I'd done this, but then they brought out, you know, they'd released He-Man, they'd released Skeletor. And then they released the original He-Man, the, the original Skeletor. And it was essentially a re-release. He-Man had a different face paint out. Yeah. But they put the little original burst. And for some reason, which turned out to be great later, I got like, I need two more of those. I mean, I don't need, a, I don't need three because mm. I've got one open that's identical. But I need two more of the original. Mm. So, like, I, I had five of some characters. Mm. And so I just went and, you know, cleared those. They're, they're really easy sale decisions. If you went into my room now, you'd see, because I've consolidated everything back from where the house I had stuff stored mm. back into my room. So you'll see that I'm not good at, <laughs> I'm not good at going, I don't have space for this. I'm going to sell it. I'm just going to put it in a box and store it. And one day I might be able to sell it. So I've got to work on that because there, there needs to be a bit of work. Mm. But it's either kind of sell the doubles or sell the lines I just totally don't want anymore or put it into storage and keep it. Yep. For me, if a toy comes off the shelf, it's bagged up, priced up, ready to be sold. Mm. I, I've made if, – if it comes off the shelf, it's not for a lack of space. It's I'm done with it, be it a single toy, be a whole line, part of a line. I'm going to sell it. It's time to find something else to put up there in its place. Mm. Yep. Fair. Uh, I have three awesome walls in my toy room, and then the fourth wall is sort of half – storage, you know, for mm. the stuff, extras, uh, card backs, boxes, whatever I want. And then the other half is sort of sale items. And some of that is just, uh, it doesn't, I don't have room for the 2003 turtles, for mm. instance, need to take them off. I'll just put them in the box. And if they stay in that box for a year or two, they're, they're up for grabs after that. Um, and, and I've, that, you know, to my point, I had holidays uh, late February or whatever. And I'm like, if I don't get this done this week, I, I'm not going to get it done. Mm. I just know my time schedule. It's more, it's almost more effort than a weekend's going to take. I need to 
get in, you know, roll my sleeves up and spend a few days in here. So I went through all those boxes, tidied up all my paraphernalia and things and looked at some of the toys and be like, actually, I can let this go or no, I really like this. No, I'm going to have to find a spot for it on the shelf. Uh, so that's that's sort of where I, but I'm I'm constantly every six to months to a year I'm constantly going through these boxes to try and move them, and honestly this uh, toy fair I'm gonna take the same strategy as we went with uh, sort of Darren stuff like towards the last couple of hours like go you know months. go half price of, of everything just to just so I don't have to bring the damn stuff home because yep. I've been taking some of those things to the same fairs for <laughs> quite a few years and if they haven't sold already at say $40 then they need to go at 20 bucks just yep. so I yep. don't take it home for the fifth time and in, in you know in toy fair um you know yeah can, role so mm. yeah that's my process of thinking yeah yeah um i'm a bit like you scotty where i just go if it ain't on the shelf why, why do i have it you know that this knowledge of, of of having something you go oh i've got that and someone goes oh where is it you're like uh in a box in the corner there like i i, I, I struggle to, to understand the purpose of that so um yeah look as far as the real estate i had that wonderful experience of knocking down our old house and rebuilding so i had all my stuff in storage for the better part of a year and a half by the time the house was done and then it was moving into what is my current toy room that was literally double the size of the old one so that was amazing to try and plan that out and 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 have feel like i suddenly had all this room and then you know what feels like a blink of an eye lady like Ah, oh, I really need to block up that door so I can get more, you know, shelves on the wall and and those sorts of things. So that's as, as far as expanding it. And uh, yeah, so similar to you, Ben, when Toy Fair time rolls around, I go through those tubs and just go, "Haven't missed this. You're done." Like yep. you know, into into the sale pile you go. So. Yeah, I'm the odd one out. <laughs> Water. Um, Fresh asks anyway. What toy in the past two years did you not go in on and regret as you are now priced out of the market? For me, I wish I had bitten the bullet and just gotten the Necker Danny from the TMNT movie line, especially now that we're getting a Tatsu. Yeah, look, this is this is the flip side to that point around, you know, the pre-order yeah. just taking a chill pill. I definitely took, there was a point where I sort of like, yeah, with, with the Origins line, I was just very much like, you know, if it comes up, I'll grab it. If I find it locally, I'll mm. grab it. I'm not going to too much effort. And there was a, what was he called? Um, the yellow guy with the horns. He was an exclusive colder, yeah. right? And 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 you know, he came up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't need that colder, and just don't worry about it. And yes, now, you do. Now I need that. <laughs> I need that colder. And there are probably a few from that. And like then, even when I got a bit wise to it, there were a few that I sort of just missed. Yeah. Like I really one of the duplito duplito yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. he is yep. and 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 I, he might come out some other way but there's probably they're my main recent ones that I've gone you know I missed it and now you know the the colder is is I think you can get him for about 170 Wow. wow! Like in Australia, for yeah, yeah for a yep. figure that's like yeah. a year old, yeah. you know, it's it's the a figure that really should be a twenty dollar Australian figure. You feel shouldn't paying that much? It just doesn't yeah. feel right to me, and yeah. I'd almost feel I know I get it, and I'd probably sell it for the market value, but it just feels like a false economy in a way mm-hmm. that it was just Definitely. so underproduced to get it yeah. to that price in that short amount of time. Anyway, that that's it's probably origins for me yep 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 
Yeah, it's fair to say Trent just stole my homework. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly the same thing that those Mattel creations, exclusives, yep, Frogmonger, I've missed out on him, Grizzlaw, missed out on him. The holes in my collection that I find myself on eBay having a look at trying to find a, a reasonably priced one to add to the oh, collection. I think I've I got you a Grizzlaw. Because they, they went back and they <laughs> put Wicked. in a, Well, I haven't, I haven't got him in hand, but I, well, <laughs> I, I definitely got some for Captain WoW. But they, my memory is they went back and they're like, we're going to redo these, but That's right, they're made they to did. order. And I went and placed an order for Grizzlaw, but they haven't sent it yet. Correct, so I think, yes. I think yes, you got one. right. Yeah. Wonderful. So okay. Well, there's, there's fills one gap. There. <laughs> yep, yep. Nice. I I don't collect too many modern lines, and the ones I do collect, I'm usually pretty quick on. But one figure in particular that I really regretted, I even almost ordered it, pre-ordered it, but I just couldn't justify the po- uh, the postage. And now I don't even want to know the price. And it's a Frank Frazetta toy from um, the guys that do the Remco. Uh, the, what are they called? Oh yes, um, Warrior Beasts. Yeah, they've the got legends another... of something. Yeah, le- yeah. No, not the legends of no, Dragon. No, I know the one though. But um, anyway, so those but they did a Frank Frazetta. Like the, I'm, I'm talking Death, Death Dealer. Dealer. Yeah, That's the right. Death Dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. He looked phenomenal because I like, I didn't want to get the um the new one twelve or whatever, but this one was more in the He Man, you know, toned yeah. down, uh, mm-hmm. dialed, you know, mm-hmm. backwards type. Uh, Sculpt and stuff uh, with cloth goods and stuff, huge, you know, scathe and things like that. He just looks so cool. And it was going to cost me about 150 bucks to get him, you know, from there to Australia. And I'm undenied and I'm like, nah, it's too much for a five point yeah. articulation yeah, figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, you know, such limited lump numbers. Uh, and now he's not even, you probably wouldn't even be able to find him. Um, yep. the, so. That's one I, I do regret because I could easily just have him. That's it. I don't yep. need, to, you know, mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. part of a larger line. And the other Frank Frazetta ones, it's like the goblin guy and things. And I just don't care. They, they are not, not as cool to me as the death dealer. So um, that's probably one big regret that, uh, yeah. Mm. Um, for me, it was one that at the time when it was revealed, I just sort of went, ah, I don't need that. I know I'm a Turtles guy, but I don't need the coming out of their shells to a four pack. <laughs> and now I you, see no it. No one needs that. I really, know, but I, I see it and I just go, uh, but then, you know, the price tag, of course, has only gone up because, you know, most people have got it or they've, you know, opened it or whatever it is. And I just sit there and go, you know, along with when we talk to Fresh, he, he always mentions, you know, his thing is he needs every version of the Turtles. This is a version that you're never going to get anywhere else. It's show accurate to use that term sort of loosely. And I, I kind of like it. And it's kind of really expensive. I love that set. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, uh, no, not to, I mean, just to. Did you get two by any chance? I think I did get two. I can't remember, to be honest. I I mean, feel, did he get two? Of course feel, he got two. How many Marvel like Legends do you want for it? Yeah, I know. We can do it. I've got, I've got some currency. Um, but no, look, it was one of those things that I think I just happened to be there at the time. And I was very much on the fence mm. when it came. And I, I'm. I'm pretty sure from memory, I opened one up and ha- I didn't take them out, but I opened it so I could look at yep. them. 
and they're amazing like they're yeah. all articulated jaws they just it's janky but it's just done so well yep. that they they are incredible and mm. I, I would yeah and look i'm i'm, I'm happy to consider if, if i've got to <laughs> uh, and you you are after it, it it is worth having so we can certainly talk after um scotty all right all right all right from the mind of jay harps if you had to destroy one modern toy company, e.g. Mattel, Hasbro, McFarlane, to save the world, which one would you pick and why? Everything they have created will still be there, but nothing else by them will ever oh. be produced again. Destroy one modern toy company. Is Toy Island a modern toy company? <laughs> <laughs> uh, negative. Toy, toy Vault. <laughs> toy Vault are already uh, mm. gone. Um, it's a really hard one, isn't it? Modern no, toy company. <laughs> Funko. Funko is my Funko. answer. Yep. And to add to it, you can take all the crap they've produced and take it away and with it as well. Destroy that as well. well like, Look, I mean, yeah, I mean, going forward, re- I mean, the Funko do a few things that I have dabbled in in the past. Like they mm. did the, some Disney figures that I like that... that, that Oddly enough, they couldn't make those lines work when they could make Funko Pops work. And I'm saying work in inverted commas because dumping $30 million worth of stock means something something about it hasn't worked and Mm. you've still got 200-odd million in a a warehouse somewhere. (laughs) I think you'd have to go... I think you'd have just the damage by Mattel. What Mattel and Hasbro are doing, I, I just don't want to see a world without their product going forward I, I said, and McFarlane yeah. you look at the the Batmobile I mean yeah, like yeah. there's so much potential I, there I think uh, so I, you can't get rid of Mattel because Masters and yeah. things like that and Hot Wheels heaven forbid we stop seeing Hot Wheels in the stores mm. Hasbro I could I, I, I want them to you know give Star Wars a break uh, I want them to give, you know, Legends a break mm. and things to, just to work out, well, how can we do these? Yeah. But you can't oh, stop Transformers. No, you can't Transformers, stop Transformers need to keep moving forward because, you know, with their movie 84 line and things, there are actually yeah, some really, geez. really cool figures coming out. McFarlane, I think he's the one that's, you know, keeping the price down. Like yep. So Hasbro and Mattel, Mattel were doing a pretty good job, but Hasbro need to look at, you know, how can... How can um, McFarlane produced this figure for yep. this price and the mm. Batmobile for that price yep. instance and we w- look what we're offering you know yep. and I know there's you know well you could argue the Batmobile's a one seater car and it's you know you can mm. find it on a regular um, bricks and mortar toy shows versus the um, has slab you know stuff so there's but they're, they're not you know uh, $300 difference you know it's just it's, something needs to be um, done about that my call out would be loyal subjects, right? And mm, and I know that's yes. a little bit yeah. controversial because yeah, yeah. they're not the huge company, but they're just uh, they just uh, um, they're f- dancing that fine line of you know uh, if Super Seven can't do the the toys and things, then how come you know loyal subjects can just produce whatever the hell they like? Mm. Uh, they went and did those you know wacky little head bopper characters, and then that finished, and then now they're doing the best BX line and things that, mm. you know, we rarely see over here in Australia and stuff. But I just, I think that'd be one easy miss. I know that's not super controversial, but um, it's one that I can call out that I don't think anyone, you know, would miss too much. So, yep. Mm. I mean, I sort of looked at this and just said, oh, you know, this is talking about, you know, destroying the company doesn't destroy the IP. And, and so I looked at it and went, mm-hmm. well, if you take Hasbro off the board, 
Someone else is going to make Transformers. Someone else is going to make Marvel Legends. Give it back to Takara. Right? Like mm. there's, there's mm-hmm. options, right? All those other companies still exist, you know? Uh, Mattel can make G.I. Joes and all this sorts of stuff. Like there's, I didn't think of G.I. Joes. You know, yeah. there's, there's options. It doesn't destroy the properties. You're talking about destroying the companies. So yep. I, I, I'd be a little bit excited in a world where Mattel get a crack at Marvel Legends. Do you know what I mean? And, and what they can they can do with it. And... And the brands and stuff. Look, the other one that we sort of have a mention in this discussion is is Super Seven. I don't know if you they're not, certainly not in the, the league of your your Hasbro's and Mattels, but um, I don't know. I kind of feel like we've reached a bit of a tipping point with let's announce all the things, and you know, it just takes years for this stuff to to, to come out. I feel like a, a a reboot to that company, and and you know, the Ultimates ends up with. For argument's sake, Mattel, you know, along the lines of classics and those sorts of things, uh, it'd be interesting times. I don't like to, you know, destroy anyone's company no, no, and, and their jobs yeah. and all that sort of stuff, but no. it's to save the world, as per the questions. So. I think most people would be happy to forgo to save the world, but yes, no, some good points there. Yep. They're very interesting. We're going to wrap this episode. Oh, you got one, one more thing. I, I one more think thing. one more. Leave okay. it on uh, a real positive, okay. exciting note. Okay. Sure. Uh, and and this is from uh, Morgan Mordekin eighty four. How about this? All right, mm-hmm. you have the magic cupboard from Indian in the cupboard. You can select two toys to bring to life. Oof. Which two are you going to pick, and why? Jeez, That's a <laughs> lot of responsibility. <laughs> wow. Okay, I've got mine because yeah, I, I yeah. love, love, love this, this question. question. Uh, RC. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, the Dino Riders T Rex, right? Ooh. I think that would be the freaking gnarly. Shut up. <laughs> 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 no, no. I'm bringing it to life. <laughs> right? And Take I'm, bringing, your hand off. I'm bringing the NECA Alien Queen, like that that beautiful one coming that's coming over to your house. And, and I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to walk be around the neighborhood on, the with that on a chain. Like, that's going to be my new freaking <laughs> See, man. You remind like, me, Indian <laughs> Alien, it doesn't blow them up to like the scale no. they should no, be. No, no, no. Right? So they're, 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 they're at stay scale. At so, the... like, they're my new pets, man. Like, but they so... stay at the scale of the toy, not a T Rex actual scale. Yeah, correct. Okay. I'm lit, mate. I'll be, I'll be, you know, walking around in my pimping. Yeah. You, you, you go to work and straight away that queen is laying eggs and suddenly yeah. there's a face hugger on that T-Rex and you're in trouble when you get home from work. <laughs> Pretty much. I'll, I'll be a millionaire breeding them. <laughs> um, I am going to put in the cupboard, and I sure hope it's a big cupboard, my Galactus is going in the cupboard. Nice. Because then I have a little uh, miniature person who actually listens to me, <laughs> actually follows my instructions, said, mate, can you do that? Can you pick that up for me? Thank you, Galactus. I'm like my actual son who does none of the above. Um, I'd like a little Galactus helper to do it. He's nearly big enough to drive the car, um, which would be which would be handy. The other one I would do is probably a, a Screech or Zoa. I've always loved, for whatever reason, loved the idea of having this little thing. I just go, see that guy? I don't like that guy. <laughs> Go peck his eyes out for me. Boom, bang, and just comes back and sits on my shoulder like a sort of like a, a flying trained monkey. Uh, a, a little Zoa to just like, oh, these mosquitoes are really annoying. Snap, mosquito's mm. gone. Thank yep. you, Zoa. Good yep. work. 
Uh, I'd like to chuck in Teddy Ruxpin because oh, I think wow. I think like just the the meta of him kind of coming to coming life, to life <laughs> is just fantastic, and it would just freak a lot of people out when you go. We've, we've already seen that movie. It's called right. Ted. Ted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe just a, a regular Lego minifig. Just pop him in there because yeah. he'd be unassuming, you know, yeah. and he could, you know, probably go in and. He's cute. People aren't going to be too scared of him, and and he could steal stuff. A- for any me. particular, yeah. like you talking Benny no, or just your, regular, you know, just regular just kind of regular city, guy. city guy, yeah. city dude. Yeah, yeah. Just, just sneak, in, sneak into your boss's office and read the read those emails yeah. that you never get to see. Like, mm, be my little guy on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to think of something different because uh, what I had in mind was too similar to, to Ben. I was going to pick a Godzilla <laughs> figure to go there. Um, on on the fly, wholly unoriginal, let's bring He-Man and Skeletor to life oh, and see them cool. actually have a battle in front of us. It's not stop motion. We get to see them actually alive. That's how you make a movie. You could be a movie producer. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be cool. Fantastic. All right. That's good. Thanks to all the patrons for your questions. They are fantastic. We've enjoyed going through those, having a bit of discussion. Last shout out for the competition. Scott, do you want to give that a plug? That's right. My morally or creatively bankrupt mind is looking for (laughs) suggestions for the show, for segments for the show. So if you have... An idea that you want to shout out that you'd like to see on Toy Power. Maybe you'd even like to be involved in helping create content Ooh. for Toy Power. Hit me up. Let me know. As a collective, the four of us are going to choose what we feel is the strongest, the best thing to bring to the show. And you get a prize, which is, of course, from BF's, collective, uh, BF's Acrylics and Accessories. You get to choose an acrylic case to suit your vintage or modern carded figures be it uh, a batman uh, a masters of the universe a turtles if you win hit brendan up have a look at his selection of acrylic cases and he will sort you out brilliant sounds good wonderful all right thank you gentlemen thanks for another stimulating toy conversation Mm. as we uh lost to think about that's it (laughs) yes yes and we look forward eagerly to the and you're probably frank getting the messages right now as people try and (laughs) i want this i want that which marvel (laughs) legends just remember who's got the turtles um (laughs) first choice Um, this is going really well considering it's about five minutes old (laughs) uh thanks everyone for listening to another episode of toy power and to all our patrons for your ongoing support and chatter on the discord we love it Thank you so much. Take care, stay safe, and we will see you around the toy aisles. So you change the intro, but not the outro. Come I've on, got, I've got nothing. I've got. I'm creatively. Bye bye. bye. <laughs> oh, wiki, wiki, wiki. next time. Good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places: Facebook.com/slash Toy Power Podcast, at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us, toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher, and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. Oh, oh.